Welcome to a Lunch with Biggie, a podcast about small business and creatives sharing their stories and inspiring you. My guest today created a brand as a creative outlet, and since 2009, no matter if it's been a bad breakup, life, pandemic, or anything, his brand continues to play homage to his love for nostalgia. Please welcome Ha Mai, the owner of Furface Boy. What's going on, man? What's up, Biggie? How's it going? Dude, it is, it is, I'm super excited about this. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on um, and spending a lunch break with me. It's uh, It's been a long time coming. Uh, especially since you've come in and out of hibernation um, a lot of times. So it's kind of one of those things where I was excited when I saw that you uh, were bringing Furface Boy back. I wanted to, I, I definitely knew I needed to chat with you um, because you were part of my journey when I started. So, I remember, uh, dude. I remember yeah. when I was getting away some shirts for free and uh, yeah. yeah, you called out to me for to represent Florida. And I was I, like, wow, very cool. Yeah, it was awesome. So my go-to first question always like, what's your go-to lunch? Do you have a go-to lunch? Uh, go to dude. I like to eat everything, but um, I know you specialize in sandwiches. Yeah. I'm keep it plain. I'm keep it simple. I love me the PB and J. I yeah. love the PB and J. It has like amazing value. It's fast. It's cheap. It's good. It's delicious. It's sweet. It's savory. Um, you can mix it up. You can do it any way. You can add bananas. You can add uh-huh. uh granola. You can add some honey. But PB and J fills me up. I'm, it sets me straight for like a good three four hours. Yeah. Keeps me going. But um, yeah, man. I love it's a pretty it. Pretty boring answer. No, but. no, no. That's actually. That, I mean, that's like a very common answer. That grilled cheese, um, always, always easy ones. It, to be honest, it's funny because I've and not. We won't go into full long. We could. I could talk forever about this, but it's amazing about like how it works when you're like when you're working and when you're doing stuff. It's a totally different atmosphere of compared to like when you're going out to eat. For like sure. on a day to day. I'm not eating like super nice sandwiches. I'm grabbing like literally bread, throwing some turkey on top, some cheese, maybe some mayo, yep. and like, and I'm like smacking it together and just eating because I'm like yep. I'm working and going. So, yep. so I totally get it. I mean, it makes total sense of PB and J. You so, should see my keyboard, dude. Sticky, it's gross. There's crumbs all over the place, <laughs> but uh, that means I'm working and I'm and I'm eating at the same. I'm surviving. So it's that's cool. exactly how it so, works. Uh, so tell people who may not know about Furface boy let let tell people a little bit give people the story a lunch break version of how it came to be and what it is well like you said it goes in and out all the time there's so many different variations and iterations of it but from the get-go from the beginning um it was just a project that i did randomly out of boredom a little bit of boredom a little bit of depression um just wanted to test my own creative muscle and give it a shot give it a try um i always like t-shirts i always like branding uh and i had this idea in my mind and i was like you know what um i want to try it out let's get this going um I, got, I came up with the name just like randomly i remember i fell asleep coming home from work uh, passed out on the couch woke up lights was all off um everything was off except for the tv and then the tlc channel was on and then like randomly dude it was like this weird special about this like furry faced kid and like his whole family that lived like in india or something and like I had my hand on the remote control and I was like, man, I got to change the channel and watch this. But I was so intrigued. Like my thumb was on that channel button and like would not like, I would not change the channel. It was just stuck on there. I was like intrigued just so much. So I watched it and I was like, when, when I went to bed, actually went to bed, I kept on thinking about it. I was like, why, why I keep on thinking about this weird family? Like, it's so strange to me. So then the next day um, I wake up, I go to work and then like that family was still stuck in my mind. I had this t-shirts on my mind. I was like, man, I want to start this t-shirt brand. Like, what am I going to do? And um, I guess I, I just started doodling out a little drawing. 
um, putting it in Illustrator, started drawing some stuff and making a graphic for it in Illustrator. I'm a graphic designer in the daytime, so um, that's how I was supposed to be doing work, but I was like working on my own thing. Yeah. But uh, I put the two together, you know, just that brand, like this furry face kid. And then what I watched and why I was so intrigued with it. And I was like, if I was so intrigued with it and I couldn't take my hand off that channel button, I wonder what people would think if I had like a logo of a, fur of a furry face kid and put it on a shirt. So randomly, I was like, you know, F it. I'm going to try this. Let's give it a shot. Um, I got nothing to lose. This is what I wanted to do. And this is what I want to try anyway. So um, I came up with the logo when I was at work. Don't tell anybody, but yeah. And then um, I got together with a screen printer that my job, my, my job at the time was using. I gave him an email. I was like, dude, I got this idea for a t-shirt brand. I want to call it Furface Boy. Dude was like, all right, whatever, dude. As long as you got money, just like, uh, let's do this. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. So I joined up with him. He became a really, really good friend over the years. Um, he taught me a lot about screen printing and just life in general. And I would always go to his shop and we always print shirts together, save really late, print these shirts. But uh, I had all these shirts. I had this brand, I had this name, this crazy name, this weird logo. Um, my family was like, dude, like, what the hell is this? this is like weird i was like i don't care dude like this is what i want to do this is what i want to try so i had like 30 30 white shirts of just the logo and then 30 black shirts of like the word mark logo and i was like damn like i got all these shirts and what am i going to do with them i didn't know what to do with them i didn't have a website i didn't have any social media and i was like man i gotta push these out somehow so i was like you know what I'm, i guess i'll just give these shirts out for free so i created a blog I was so excited. I was so hyped. It was a up, blogger, man. right? It was a blogger. It, it wasn't a blogger. It was actually a like a, was it, a it, was, it was a custom site. It was a okay. custom site that I created um, with the small knowledge of Dreamweaver and I made it out of tables. And I know any web developer would be like, oh my gosh, dude, you made this website out of tables. That's like, that's horrendous. But I was like, it's the only thing I knew how to do. I made a simple blog. It was all custom. Uh, I put it out there. And then at the same time, I created a MySpace page. I don't know if anybody remembers MySpace, but. I was lucky and I caught MySpace as like at its tail end of popularity. And I remember I would, every night I would like learn how to use uh, MySpace and adding friends and getting like top five, top 10 friends, whatever. I was like, man, all right, cool, whatever. And then every night before I go to bed, uh, I'll stay up like two, three hours adding friends, adding friends, adding friends. I didn't give a shit who you were. I just kept on adding, adding, adding every night. And I was so excited to wake up in the morning. And I only, I got up by by like, three, four hours every night of sleep because I was so excited, so hyped up that I would wake up, drive to work, get to work, check my MySpace to see who re like responded to all these friend requests. I swear to God, dude, one day I got P. Diddy responding to my friend request. I was I was so elated. I was so happy. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe P. P. Diddy's my friend. <laughs> but uh, like I said, um, I was using MySpace. I was using my blog. And through MySpace, I would message random people. Dude, you want a shirt? I'm starting this new t-shirt brand. You want you you like it? You want a free shirt? Just give me your name and address. The only thing you gotta do for me, send me a picture of you wearing the shirt. A lot of people said yes. A lot of people said no. A lot of people thought I was a weirdo, thought I was freaking like like doing some weird stuff or something or like baiting them. But I was like, nah, for real. This is my blog. Um, I promise I'll take a picture. I'll put you on my blog. I'll write about you. Just tell me what you think of the shirt. Send me that picture. So eventually people just started like uh sending me uh pictures of them wearing the shirts. Um uh, my goal was to get one shirt in every state uh, in the U.S. Uh, I know it costs a lot of money just producing these shirts, making these shirts, spending a lot of time shipping all these shirts out. But, dude, I was so driven. I was having so much fun. It was so cool. It was so cool to see a message every day. 
a different message or like a different response or people sending me pictures. It, it just got me hyped up for the next day. It got me excited for the next day. Kept on sending out these shirts. I kept on doing my blog posts. Um, I guess their friends told their friends, told their friends to check out the blog. And they were like, hey, can we get a shirt too? And I was like, hey, man, sorry, dude, that state's already taken. If you can, if you have some friends in other states, then sure. So like it just kept on growing like um, just like real organically. It was really weird. Like at the time, like this is like 2009 too. So yeah, I mean, social media, I think Twitter was like in the beginning stages, right? Because that was the other place where you uh, yep, and you that grew was quite a bit. That. That's yep. how you and I got inter 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 intertwined. Yep. I remember Twitter. I first started Twitter 2009. That's when it, I think it's when it first began. So now I had my MySpace, I had my blog and I had Twitter and like Twitter back then was just like free for all. It was whatever. This was even before the retweet button. You want to retweet something, you have to literally type in RT and then like copy and paste somebody's like tweet. But um, I got uh, some uh, some momentum from Twitter, MySpace, um, I started doing a Facebook and I hate Facebook too, but everybody's using it at the, at the same time too. So I just started like, you know, putting all these things together and then pushing my shirts out. And then at the same time, I was like, what's the next step? How, how are people, how am I going to sell my shirts? So I was getting all these shirts for free. People were like visiting the site. People were visiting my uh, social media. How am I going to get people to buy these shirts? Now I didn't even know how to open up a web store. So I just searched around online, just using some common sense, um, basic knowledge, finding out that there's third party sites out there like Big Cartel, Shopify, um, Big Commerce, all those sites. And I, was, I just did a Big Cartel site um, and then I started putting these shirts on. And surprisingly, people like bought them and I priced them high too. I priced my shirts at like 36 bucks, 40 bucks. People were buying it and I was like, wow. Especially in, in that back in that time. I mean, now that's like yeah. a normal price. and But back then that's like, whoa, what are you doing? And that's not even without the shipping too. The shipping yeah. back then was like five bucks or whatever too. So mm -hmm. I was like, wow, there is a market for this, these shirts. And like, um, I put my story on my blog, on my website. Uh, there's an about page. Like um, people would always constantly email me. Hey, um, when are you going to put my picture on the blog? Hey, when are you going to put my picture in, the, in that family section? Because I had like a family section where I put like people's wearing the fur face boy shirt. Like, but uh, it just kept on growing and growing and growing. I kept on getting sales and like, it was like super exciting, super cool, super fun. And at the same time, um, it helped me live my life. It helped me break out of the shell because dude, I've always been a shy guy. I'm like super shy. Like, um, I don't really like to go out too much, I like to stay home, just kind of chill. But, you know, this kind of forced me to go outside and uh, find out my own self, my, find out my own personality and who I am. And that's what first Facebook kind of much pretty much is like, it's not just a t-shirt brand. It's me finding out who I am. I'm growing. I'm constantly growing. When I first started the brand, I was like, 26 years old i went through like a gigantic breakup which i thought was in the world at the time now looking back i'm like dude it's just a part of life it helps you grow and this t-shirt brand has helped me meet new people and talk to people that I would never think i would ever talk to or um, put myself in like in front of an audience where i'm speaking to crowds and like dude i would never be able to do that it's it's helped me gain some confidence where i can do it like in my own personal life too like speaking to crowds talking to people not being afraid to like go up to somebody and just tell them what's up because at the end of the day, with Furface Boy, I learned, like, dude, everybody's the same, man. We all watch movies. We all eat food. We all eat sandwiches and pizza. We all listen to the same music. Like, just talk to them. That's all it is. People, just, yeah. we just want to go to work. We just try to get money. We try to support our family. try to support ourselves. We want to have fun. Like, that's what this whole brand's all about. Just living life, having fun, trying new things out. But, dude, it's been a wild ride. It's been so fun. It's been so cool. And, um... Yeah, man. Just passing out shirts. At the same time, I had like business cards I would pass out. Like the, the most simplest thing, I'll just go to McDonald's. When I pick up my food at the McDonald's window, yo, here's a business card. And then like, can I take your picture? 
I know it's super weird to do that. It's super weird and creepy, but I had to, to build up that bravery just to ask them. And it just helped me push even further and like gaining an audience and gaining new fans and talking to people. Cause at the end of the day, like I said, it's not about the shirts, man. It's about the personality and the story behind it and how I got here, how I got to, to this point. The, the designing part, dude, that's the easy part for me, man. I can just lock me in a room for an hour. I can bust out with like 10 designs, no problem. Like, and I'm having fun. That's like, that's my quiet time. But when it comes to the other part, the marketing, the, the social media, the events, the talking to people, the dude, that stuff is the toughest part for me. Like, like I said, I'm a super shy guy, but her face boys just helped me build this crazy confidence to like, just feel like I can just take on the whole entire world, do whatever. Um, but along with passing out business cards and print material and free t-shirts and selling shirts and having the blog, um, I created these special package sets because um, I was like, man, I need to get this, this the word out even more. So I created these special package sets where um had like my whole series of t-shirts in it. It had like things about the brand, how it came about, the story behind it, the meaning of it, pins, stickers, buttons, um, all sorts of things. And then I sent them out to like special shops around the around the uh, the U.S. like shops that I would envision Furface Boy being in. A couple of shops picked it up. Some shops didn't, and it's cool. They replied to me like, "Hey, can we take an order on some of your shirts?" I'm like, "Yeah, cool for sure." At the same time, I did that. Um, I got involved locally because I'm from the Dallas Fort Worth area. A lot of cool shops around Dallas Fort Worth. A lot of cool boutique shops, and I would just go into their stores, talk to the owners, and be like, "Yo, I got this T-shirt brand. Here's a package set. Tell me what you think. Love it, hate it, like it. Just let me know. Um, I love to hear your opinions." A lot of shops didn't like it. A lot of shops liked it. A lot of shops picked it up. The shops that picked it up, you know, we work together, collaborate together, create special shirts, create special T-shirt release parties. So I'd always have these T-shirt release parties, like maybe once or twice every year. Summer series, um, uh, fall series, special special shirts, having people, inviting people into their shops so that people can get to know their shops and uh, get to know my T-shirts and just kind of bring two um two crowds together, you know, a crowd for their shop, crowd for my t-shirts and just blend it together, like true collaboration. Um, it's always fun. All those parties were always super fun, um, very exhausting, but at the end of the day, so worth it. I made so many friends, so many new f uh, fans from it, from doing all these events. And dude, just like I said, I, I just gave you the super fast world yeah. and just, no man, and that's, <laughs> that's, that's great. So the question, so then, so there's a few things that kind of go in between there. So like actually, one of the ways that I met Ha was, I like I said, I met him on Twitter and I actually reached out to him because um, I didn't start my brand until later, but I was reaching out to him because I loved what he was doing. And like all the little things from like the the little details, because you, you were like, this was your baby uh, and you were constantly just constantly releasing, releasing things. How did you come up with like, you just literally were like, I whatever I come up with, I just literally would draw and then say like, OK, I'm going to make this into a shirt. And it was that how you did it or did you because you had some series that were were actually pretty much like a like almost like, you know, kind of like all like set like where it was like inspired by like you did one that was like a clothing line version of it where it was like the high end clothing line. You did a superhero yep. one. You did some sports ones. Yeah. So like you did like it was pretty much from what I felt always was you did anything that you felt nostalgic or loved that you appreciated. And you're like, I'm going to make this into like a series and you just that's what you did exactly and it was like literally i mean you must have made i mean even before you stopped you must have made like a over a, like hundreds of designs because like your website constantly had new things and you always made it limited that was the other thing you made them limited 
yep. um, so that they can uh, they can go. And obviously, as you were talking about the the states, I was the one that represented Florida because I actually reached out to him uh, and I and I wanted to be one of them to to, to kind of rep the brand in uh, in Florida, because I just think that what I was doing was uh, was absolutely amazing. Um, so I think that's like, you know, it's a, it was, it was great to see because you were very, there's one thing that you did that I thought was very interesting to me was because, and I remember that you were like, you, you t- either tweeted it or bl- or blogged about it. But when you started, no one in your work knew that you were doing this. Yeah. So you're like, right, it was yeah. like, it was yeah. behind the scenes. And to me, it was, it made me laugh because that's how I was when I started, like no one knew that I was doing deli fresh threads for a long time until later on it started like, and in your case, I think it was like you were on the news or a paper, um, <laughs> like some article or something. Right. And then you're That's like, right. like shit, everyone now knows who I am. <laughs> and I know right. I have a clothing brand. And I remember like- when that happened, it was like, uh, my first boy was in the Dallas morning news. And then when I went to work the, the next day, uh, we, we always have like a Monday meeting or something. And then like my creative director was like, well, how was everybody's weekend? And I was like, yeah, that's cool. And then she was like, did anybody read the newspaper? And I was like, uh, yeah, kind of, I guess. And she was like, well, what, like, what did you think? And I did, I still didn't even say anything. I didn't say anything about, because like I said, dude, I'm a shy guy. I don't want, I don't just want to go out and blurt it, blurt, hey, I, I started this t-shirt brand and I do yeah. this. And, like, it, it got, it took a long time for me just to start wearing my own t-shirts. Like, it took me a long time just to start, like, maybe like two, three years into it before I started wearing my own t-shirts. And then like, yeah, man, like. I just try to, I always try to keep it low key. Like don't tell everybody like that I'm for Facebook or blur it out or whatever, but I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it messes up the brand. Maybe they might see my face or like they might know who I am or they already hated me from the beginning and then find out that I did it. I'm like, hate the brand. I don't know. You did, but you did I just quite a bit of much. that. You did yeah. put a, you would use like the, the character, like you would use Furface boy's face <laughs> as your face on, on a lot of social media and stuff. Yeah. So, so tell me a little bit. I'm, I'm kind of curious on like, because obviously I said that you it's it's come back and come and ebbed and flowed. So I know that you you went hard for a good amount of time and then you decided you kind of stopped and then I know you moved. So like I know you've it's gone through like a journey. So I know like in the 14 <laughs> years you put it on hold, you moved to California, yep. you got married, you moved yep. back. So like, why do you always come back to it? I just... Dude, I just love it too much, man. It's such a big part of me, you know. It's made me who I am, so I can't, I can't escape it, you know. Like I, I just love it way too much. I already had like a suicide note written for it. It's like on my phone right now. It's like it's still there, and like I've been meaning to end for Face Boy. I was like, man, at least the fans need to know where what's what's going on. I had so many fans buying the shirts. Like I, I need to just end it. But then, like in the back of my mind, like I can't. I just can't do it. I can't pull the plug. I love it too much. Uh, and then one day, just like a couple months ago, you know, just sitting around like a piece of shit, like watching Netflix. And my wife was like, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. I'm just watching TV. She's like, this, this isn't you. Like you need to go out and like start doing some more creative stuff. Like just because we're married now, doesn't mean you can like, you just stop. I was like, yeah, you're right. Okay. Whatever. She was like, start for face boy up again. Just, just try it out. Just like, I know you keep, it keeps on coming, coming and going, but just try it one more time um now that we're married everything's all settled in just situated like just try it just try it for me and i was like all right cool let's try this out she she like really motivated me and i started getting all these ideas started getting all excited again and now here we are again we're back we're back with it but um before all this it was like 
when I did it and it was so big and everybody was following it and I would do events and people would like quote my blog and remember photos I'd taken. And I was like, this, this is too crazy to me. I, I couldn't handle it sometimes. Sometimes it felt overwhelming. So I took a step back and I took a step back with the blog and I made it more of like a, a photo blog. I didn't write anything. It was just more whatever I see, all, all original photos. So I made the blog and I skewed it to more of a photo blog. People, was they weren't really feeling it. And I was like, I, I can understand. People like my voice. People like my opinion. People like my writing when I first had the blog. So then after that, I was like, you know what? I'll bring, I'll bring Furface Boy back again. But this time I'm going to do it as like a magazine, like as a zine. So I created a new website. I don't know if you remember or not, or if anybody remembers. Was that it's like in 2016 or something like that? Like in yeah, that it was. Time frame? It was like about 2015, 2014, 2015. And the big the big thing with that version of Furface Boy was that there's like a little zine. So every time you visit the website, you can buy a zine. And all my writings and about life and the the progress and process of Furface Boy was in, in a zine, which I decided to do which I plan to do like every month. So every month it would be a new, it would be like a subscription, like a magazine subscription. So you, you have the photo blog, you'll constantly have the photo blog, but if you want to hear my thoughts and my writings, it'll be in these little zines. I did that for like maybe two months and I was like, I'm off on this again. So, and then at the same time, I went back into the corporate world, started working as a graphic designer, like a, at some place. And I was like, man, this is, this is weird. You know, Perfect boy took me to the top of the world, shot me to the top of the world, had so much fun. And then I got, burnt out on it. Now I'm back here in the corporate world. I'm like trying to mix and balance the two. And it just didn't feel right. And I was like, maybe it's not the brand. Maybe it's not my work. Maybe it's just me. Like, maybe I need a new fresh perspective on things. And I was like, I think I'm gonna move to California. You know, so I, I packed my bags, moved to to San Diego. And I was like, you know, what? I just need a fresh um, perspective on things. You know, I need to change the scenery. I know I can do it in Texas. I know I can do it big in Texas. I know I represented Texas very well. Let's see what I can do in California. I wanted to test myself and uh, give myself an opportunity to just like shine differently, you know. Um, maybe bring Furface Boy over there, um, create some events and stuff over there. And when I when I was in San Diego, I didn't push Furface Boy too much. I mean, I had some releases. I still have my website. I had some like I had like California edition Furface Boy shirts, and I would keep on making the shirts. But I don't know. It just still didn't feel right. And I think it was because I'm still trying to figure myself out. I'm still trying to find myself. Still trying to find out my way in life and. You know, Fairface Boy's still there. I mean, he's still there, like, and I'm taking him along with me, but I need to do something else. So yeah. when I was in California, I worked at this uh, company called Jinx. I don't, have you ever heard of Jinx t-shirts? It's like a no. video game apparel brand. Sweet. I was, look, I was lucky enough to find work there as a graphic designer, like print graphic designer. Dude, when I worked there, I worked with, like, an amazing team. Everybody there from top to bottom was like super creative to the point where I'm like, what am I even doing here? Like it made me feel like I had an imposter syndrome or something, you know, like everybody there was like so amazing, but they taught me so much and I learned so much and I grew so much when I was there, um, made some amazing friends over there and I wanted to try something different. So I started doing like this thing called zines. Like, uh, I mean, I always like doing zines anyways in Texas, yeah. but I didn't push it. So when I was in California, I wanted to push doing the zine thing. So I started a new brand, which is called like Zenage Dirtbag. It was like a playoff of a teenage dirtbag yeah. by Weedus. <laughs> but but um I started doing events and stuff there and making like different t-shirts like like that are totally, totally different from Furface Boy. Like like super weird, super offensive, like extremely offensive t-shirts. I'll do Zine Fest and uh, you know, learn that California crowd, learn the California vibe, California culture, kind of blend it in with like uh my texas vibe um and just get to know 
a different scene, a different culture, uh, and try to balance it too, you know, because like I said, I'm still trying to figure myself out, like yeah. just views on life and everything, you know, in Texas, it's so different in California. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's super different. So, um, you know, I worked at, I worked at Jinx for a while, got laid off. And then I was like, man, what am I going to do? You know, like, I'm still trying to figure out life. I worked for like a small sticker print shop. I worked for a small um, print shop. I worked for the San Diego Padres when I was working, when I was working there, I learned like all this like sports design and how things were run there. It's totally different from any other play, any other type of design I've ever been in. And I've been in a lot of different graphic design industries, but the sports one was like super fast, bang, bang. You're going to be there on game day. You need to create a graphic like right away when somebody hits a home run or whatever, but I'm learning stuff from there. Um, I started working at a real estate agent doing graphic design for real estate agents. And I'm like, man, real estate agents are like a different type of person. They're like crazy beasts, very, very needy, very, very like dude in your face. But like, I mean, I'm learning, I'm still learning and I'm, yeah. I'm implying this into my graphic design. I'm implying this into fur face boy. And dude, I'm just, I'm just still growing. So still figuring myself out. And at the same time, I'm living with my now wife trying to figure out how to live with somebody. Cause like, you don't, you don't learn these things in school, you know? So nope. <laughs> yeah, you don't learn these things in school. So it's just a big life process, dude. And, you know, I, I got to the point where it's like, what am I doing here? What am I doing here in California? I eventually started working at like a, a cannabis company doing graphic design uh, for cannabis company doing packaging design. And I'm having so much fun over here. I'm meeting so many new people and everything's so cool. And the culture is so, so awesome, more laid back, more fit to me, but it, it wasn't home though, you know, and they say yeah. that home is where the heart is. That's when mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I got, I got to move back to Texas. You know, I got to move back to Texas. Um, I did what I could in, in California. I grew whatever I could in California grew however I could in California. Um, I took, I, I knew that my art could be proven in California and all types of different like uh, industries yeah. over there. So um, it's time to move back home to Texas, um, back home in Texas. I'm back at uh, the corporate job I was working beforehand. And Oh really? The original one? The, not the original one, oh, but okay. the last one that I was actually okay. at in California. Okay. I was, and then it was just like, you know what, what, what am I doing? I'm still trying to figure things out. Like I said, fair face boy, top of the world, uh, lived in Texas, lived in California, has so much fun in California, met so many friends and, and, uh, made, made so many friends in California, had so many awesome experiences, some that I would never forget for my whole entire life. And now I'm just back at this company and it just didn't feel right. I feel like I was losing my creative juice and yeah. I felt like I was being drained. I felt like I was getting burnt out. And I was like, you know what? F this dude. I'm like, I'm out of here. Like, sorry, I came back, but it, it didn't work out, but I'm gone. So, um, and then I was like, you know what? It's time to get married too. Cause at the same time, I'm trying to grow up. Like I said, fair face boy, I, I started when I was like 26, whatever. And I'm like 40. It's like, it's time to grow up. It's time to, it's time to just figure things out. You know, I can't just hang on to fur face boy all the time. So I got married and it's weird because after I got married, dude, it feels like this gigantic pressure just released off of me. Like, I feel like invincible now. I feel like I can take on anything from getting married, planning the, this damn wedding, uh, getting family all gathered together in Vegas um doing fur face boy doing events in california getting to know california vibe culture uh getting to know my california friends doing all this stuff and it's all clear it's all out out of the way now like i feel like i can breathe right now i feel so free i've never felt so free ever in my life and it just feels like 
it's done something for me like personally spiritually emotionally creatively like that's why i was like you know what let's do Furface boy again let's bring it back let's try it one more time let's run it back one more time we're gonna do it a more adult way a more grown-up way let's not go too hard on it let's not stress out too much about it let's just have it there let's just have it working in the background and then uh we'll see what we can do with it and that's where it's at right now so it's okay. just there it's there it's running in the background and um i love it i know i know even and, and obviously during that time i, I even uh, i think i saw that your sister-in-law kind of gave you the advice because like your your right. url even like lapsed <laughs> that's right you had to figure out and you had to like go from furface boy to the furface boy um you know which is a uh, pretty uh pretty crazy i know that this this iteration's a little bit different than what you've done in the past because i know some of the things that i saw was like you went back and you looked at all your old designs the last yeah. 14 years you remastered those mm -hmm. you kind of grouped them into like nine different categories um you know some of them anything from like art comics culture movie sports yeah. um and then you also decided to make your life easier on you um at least i would say make it easier on you because you're not you're you're printing it via dtg Mm -hmm. And you're making it so like you're going to so that way, like as soon as like someone likes it, they can order it. You don't have to have the inventory on it yeah. um, and then do new releases and all that stuff. So what made you decide to go that route? Um, you know, because obviously I know DTG has improved it through the years. But what made you decide to go, hey, I think I want to go this route and I don't. I'm, and are you packing it or is someone fulfilling it? Are you still packing them or is somebody's fulfilling them? them, too? Yep. I got somebody fulfilling it. I got somebody shipping it out for me, too. And it just it's just the stress is just gone, dude, because I know all t-shirt owners, all t-shirt small business owners know the feeling of sitting on inventory. Dude, like sitting on inventory, um, printing shirts, having boxes upon boxes in your place, in your house, like it's stressful. Like it's overwhelming sometimes. It's like, man, if only I can get rid of this size, this last size large, what am I going to do with this? Or like, man, I've been sitting on this inventory for the past whatever months now, like I need it out of here. And the way, whenever I design stuff, dude, I can, like I said earlier, I can turn things out so fast. I have so many ideas. So whenever I was um, screen printing stuff, it's like I can only have a limited amount of ideas because like, you know, screen printing, it, the cost goes up and then you always have to have like a bulk order of like yeah. at least 12, or like at least a dozen or whatever. And then it, it was just so easy to do DTG and have fulfillment for me because I can design whenever, however, release whenever, however. I don't have to worry about the shipping. I don't have to worry about... Um, the packing I don't have to worry about sitting on that inventory and 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 trying to get my money trying to get some money let alone get my money back you know or trying to get get rid of it somehow um, and as much as I believed in my product moving and being able to sell it just dude like I said it's overwhelming sitting on like like just boxes of shirts yes. man so like I said I wanted to make it less stressful and I, I kept it transparent on my website like this is how it's going to be um, DTG like I said like you said too, DTG is like it. The quality is like getting so much better now. Like you can do like craziest stuff, and I was like, man, like when I got like a lot of my samples, I was like, wow, like the detail is like really there. Not too bad. You can wash it and dry it many many times, and like the quality is still there. The print's still there. Like, dude, and it's only getting better too. So, um, it just makes like I said, it just makes my life easier. It gives me time to do my favorite part of uh, the brand, which is the design the creating stuff, part, no. the creative part, and um. Yeah. I do still plan to have like events and stuff like I can like drop ship a bunch of stuff to myself and like um, have events. But that's that's what I plan in the future because I want to go out there and uh, get to know the people again and meet people again and make new fans and stuff again, too. So I want to it's like I said, it's like a grown up version of Fairface Boy, a little bit more yeah. grown up, a little bit more 
mature uh more more insight to things and how things run so um you're also yeah. making it it almost feels like this time around you're also trying to make it more that it fits your fits your life because as a creative that is the favorite part of being able to kind of create things and there's one thing like and trust me i know because i'm i'm sitting in a, a room full of t-shirts <laughs> uh and it's uh it's painful when you like you're like i just want to move these i just want them to find a home uh, so I totally get that. Um, what do you think have been, what are some of the things that you've noticed from this time around? I mean, cause you've kind of gone ebbs and flows of it. Have you noticed the change every time you come in and try to enter market? Because, you know, every time you enter market, there's people leaving, there's other social medias. What are some things that you've kind of noticed and how are you kind of like circumventing those, uh, or kind of traveling through those um, different new, uh, ways of getting in touch with people and just trying to get your brand out again. Um, I mean, the internet has grown to like a beast. Like it's, it seems like it was easier back then because it was still kind of new, even though it was 2009, like just pushing things out fat, uh, push things out easier. was like, it just seemed easier because like Twitter was so brand new that every, it was like open game. It's like whoever's new is like all, automatically a part of it. But now it's like this gigantic monster. Like if somebody tries to dip their toe in it, you're just going to get lost in this gigantic sea of like hundreds of thousands of other t-shirt brands trying to start it. But lucky for me, I had this crazy loyal fan base that like has constantly been following and like they, they tell their friends, they tell their family. And like that's how I get a lot of my new fans. Um, but nowadays, yeah, I just try to do the the basic stuff like every now and then just do some, a Facebook post, do like a Instagram post and do uh the biggest thing for me, dude, email list. That email list is so powerful, dude. Like when I did events, I would always have people write their emails down and um, I just gathered up names from that. And it it's like super powerful, like way powerful, more powerful than like social media. Social media definitely has a voice, but like I said, like it feels like it's just getting lost and drowned out these days with some in a sea of like so many other like um so many other brands and, and things like that. But like I said, I wanted to just like take it easy, chill off on social media because social media is too crazy these days for me. And now I mean, I had to delete my Twitter totally. Oh, and yeah. Twitter was like, it was like a huge reason why Furface Boy grew to be so big. But I mean, I was wasting too much time on it. And like, I kept on like getting baited by like these stupid fake stories or like, I'm such a big Dallas Mavericks fan. Like, it's like the Dallas Mavericks got uh, traded for LeBron James. I'm like, oh, holy crap! I gotta look into this. But like, I got baited. And it's like, man, it's fake. And I keep on falling for these fake articles. And I was like, I'm done. I'm done with Twitter. All right, I'm done with this. The hate. There's so much hate speech on there too, and like so much yeah. like opinion. I'm like, dude, like this is getting to be too much. Like, I'm just gonna go ahead and dip on out of this. And then every now and then I'll just be on Instagram. And uh, I still don't know how to use Facebook. So I just kind of like connect Instagram, Facebook together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then like just, whatever it posts, it posts. Yeah. And um, yeah. But I uh, love the fact of the email list aspect of it because I think yeah. that's, a, that's a big one that I think people don't utilize enough. I know I don't use it enough. I try to build up on it and try to do it. But then I always never want to. I always like I've heard mixed things about it in the sense of like, hey, it's OK to email your people because they want you to email them. Uh, but then at the same time, I don't want to constantly email them or spam them all the time. So then I'm like, yeah, so it's like that way. ebbs and flow, right? It's that ebb and flow of, uh, you know, I'm like, okay, when I got something good to share, then I'll share it. So my, my answer to that dude uh, with that issue is like, I just put in my emails, Hey dude, if you don't, if I'm bothering you, I'll literally say, yo, if I'm bothering you, just like, go ahead and unsubscribe me right now. Like, here's the link. And I'll just put like the link really big so that they can just 
just be super transparent about be like dude i'm sorry or i'll say like yo i'm sorry to mess up your like your day like um just like if you don't like this just feel free just unsubscribe like you don't like it i get it it's cool you know but if you do like it keep on reading on you know so yeah um but yeah that's that's how i push my brand now just kind of take it easy and then also have this new people like the blog so much from my original uh site that like i i did this new thing on my site it's just called a random thought so from there i'm just gonna type in whatever um push out some random thoughts whatever i'm thinking whatever i'm feeling i'm putting out there hopefully it doesn't get too controversial but um i doubt i'll, I'll get it like that and, do you yeah. um have you looked at some of like have, do you have access to some of your old stuff to try to bring some of that old stuff back like your old pictures and stuff like that i do that, i have like a whole of... entire library of all the photos i've taken from from all my blogs they're all there from the yeah. very first post to the the last no actually i think the last few posts from my from my last blog just disappeared like i had it on wordpress and just like disappeared somehow so yeah. but i have it up till 2015 2014 or something the blog so yeah Perfect. but yeah the blog was super special man like it, it was cool like uh i kind of miss it but it it got to be too much you know so no yeah. i get it i get it Okay. So I have a few things. I had a few questions for you. One of them was, um, it's kind of funny because I emailed you. I don't know if you remember this and I think I brought it up before we started recording, but I had emailed you in 2010, um, when I first, first started and it was funny to read it. I have no idea. I, I didn't even think I still had the email, but I knew I had emailed you. Wow. Um, when I first, first started with the idea of having a concept that I wanted to start my brand. Yeah. And you actually gave me advice. So I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what you gave me. This is 13 years ago. Okay. And then that way you can kind of maybe add for what you've learned along your own way of things that you would include to this. Cause I'm assuming these are things that you came up with that you, you, and I would still say you pretty much still follow these. Um, but this is what you gave me. So you told me, the first thing you said to me was obviously because I was all over the place. I had two different ideas and you told me to simplify and you said, just do what your heart says. That was the first thing you said. Yeah. And then you said, you also gave me six things to remember. You put be memorable, make an impression, mm -hmm. be spontaneous. Just go out and do shit. Don't think react uh, is what you said. You said, be personable. Mm -hmm. So be social. Talk to people. Yeah. Do what you love. If you don't love it, F it. <laughs> yeah. um follow your passion it's all about the passion and mm -hmm. then the last thing you said was work hard you can't get nowhere without hard work is what you gave me dude i like this guy still good man still yeah. 13 years 13 years still yeah. solid i still go by those same rules dude still solid right yep still solid very cool wow yeah wow. Uh, i wish i can go back in time and meet my uh that was that 2014 20 20 it was 2010 is when i got it you so you started in 20 maybe. you started in 2009 i emailed you in june of 2010 wow uh I, is when i emailed you uh is when i emailed you and i emailed you because i had like i was like hey i'm thinking about starting this and i like started talking to you about it and you literally wrote me back and i was like man i was so it was like you and i had like two or three other people that i had like I had been following and I just was like, I really want to get information and just pick their brains. And you were one of them. That's very cool, man. Like that's yeah. very awesome. But dude, I remember a lot of people would email me all the time and I would try my very, very, very best to like reply to everybody. Yeah. Everybody I would always reply to. Even to this day, I try my very best to like reply to everybody. It's, but that's cool, man. That's like super cool. Like, yeah, same, same rules apply to this very day.
So besides those, what I would say, what have you learned along the way in 14 years? What have you learned along the way that you like, what knowledge would you pass along to someone? If you were to start, obviously I would say if you were to start for a face boy over again, which you kind of are, but if you were to start over again and see, know what you know, what are some things that you say would think that Furface Boy would need uh, to to be successful in in order to survive? Um, dude, now this version of me now is like just just don't sweat the small stuff. Don't stress the small stuff. Don't worry about it. Don't look back and like worry and like wrap your head around it too much. Just get whatever you can get done as long as you put in some work every day. Um, put in one percent every day, two percent every day, just a little bit at a time every day, and don't overwhelm yourself that's what I, I did back then dude i was overwhelming myself and i think that i think that overwhelmingness like just hyped me up too much like it just grew me into this crazy like work monster you know I, I would never sleep never eat um just constantly working too much just take a step back breathe a little bit chill out a little bit take a day take a weekend um it's okay it's gonna be all right that way you can assess yourself assess what you're doing um think back of what you're doing and just take a little bit slower um like i said the dude like I, I was going like a bazillion miles an hour back then but now that i'm older i'm just like all right it's cool it's okay to if something's not going to work out it's going to be all right there's going to be another day just put in that one percent the next day put in make up for make it up the next day by putting in two percent make it up the next the very next day by putting in five percent but just chill that's it just chill just just chill out and um i mean you believe in yourself you know that you you get the work done and and at the end of the day, you can see yourself like, you know, with that final product, the way you envision it, then it'll get done. Like, just keep on thinking about it, but just don't stress about it. I don't know if that makes any sense or not. No, but yeah. It makes it does. I'm kind of curious because obviously if I were to talk to you like 10 years ago compared to now, you would have given me a different answer in the sense of if I were to say to you, hey, where do you see? And I'm never a fan of this, but I'm kind of curious now because since you you're kind of have a different perspective, do you have do you is it kind of like Furface Boy is like, hey, Furface Boy is my creative outlet now. So it's not one of those where I needed to become this uh this thing. Like it'll become its thing if it if it's like on its its own course of journey. Uh, or do you have like a certain plan? You're like, hey, I still want it to be like this big brand that it was that it when it first started. Um, like what are, what are your thoughts now that you're bringing it back? Like, do you have um I mean, do you have expectations or ideas of what you're trying or what you want it to become on this new iteration of Furface Boy? Um, it's still going to be my creative outlet for sure. It's always been that, but um, I just want to take it take it easy this time. If it works out, just like what I just said, if it works out, it's cool. And if it doesn't, that's cool too. Uh, it's always going to be there. Um, and I'm, I'm always going to try to pump out new designs. Uh, like I said, that's my favorite part of, of Furface Boy. Uh, and yeah, it's just... It's just gonna be there, and if it if it works out, great. If it doesn't, that's cool too. But as long as I like, I made one sale. As long as I inspired somebody, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. I'm happy. Like, I'm good with it. Like, I don't have to make another penny from Fairface Boy, and I'm good. As long as it's there and it gives me freedom to do whatever I want, however I want, whenever I want, dude, I am a bazillion percent happy. Like, right, like I said earlier. I feel so free, man. If I feel like I'm just like enlightened or something, like I feel so light. I feel like this weight's taken off me, been taken off me. And like, I can just do whatever, however I want. And like, dude, there's no value to that. To me, that's worth like everything. Yeah. Like, dude. So yeah, it's there. It's my creative outlet. And um, it's all on my time. It's all on whenever, 
and however I want to do things. And uh, I don't feel a pressure to be a part of an event. I don't feel pressure to uh, get rid of a shirt. I don't feel pressure to um, post some stuff on social media to keep things fresh. I don't feel pressure to send out an email. It's just, it's just whenever I want to. And okay. that's to me, that's the ultimate win. No, man, it is. That definitely is. If you can, uh, the ebbs and flows of that, that's always, if you could be in a space, a place like that, that's always the expectations and the self-judging can kind of, can be crippling sometimes when we oh, uh, sure. self-judge ourselves. So I totally, sure. uh, I totally get that. What, uh, what advice would you give someone if they were to start something, anything? Um, aside from the six points I gave you earlier, I aside guess. Aside from the six points. <laughs> I, I think, honestly, I think everybody should try to do things alone. You know, and I'm not talking about like starting a brand by yourself or, or working alone. I'm talking about like, you go watch a movie by yourself, go out, go to a restaurant by yourself, dinner time, daytime, um, go take a walk by yourself, just do things by yourself, um, take drives by yourself, stay away from the phone, don't constantly be on your phone, uh, needing needing to be next to somebody or talking to someone, just take it easy, breathe, be by yourself, learn, learn, learn about yourself, you know, like, um, Dude, it's like a different feeling when you just go to a restaurant or go watch a movie by yourself. It's like you feel comfortable with yourself to the point where you learn you can do anything. You can like take on the world if you do things by yourself. And me, I love like I love my space. I love going out doing things by myself. I watch a movie by myself. I'll go eat dinner by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of times I'm like, hell, I'll tell the wife, just leave. Like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. I just want to sit here, eat some pizza and watch some TV and just I need the space because when you have the space to yourself and when you're by yourself and you do things by yourself, you just figure yourself out more and more. And um, thinking back, like, this is why I started Fair Face Boy. This is how I started Fair Face Boy. Um, this is how why I moved to California and learned about myself over there. This is why I'm back in Texas. This is why I'm starting Fair Face Boy again. It's just learning about yourself, knowing what you're capable, you're, what you're capable of and being comfortable with yourself and loving yourself and loving yourself to the point where you can create something and not worry about making money or um, having a bunch of followers or and things like that. Just being comfortable with yourself to know that what you're doing is like good enough for you, for yourself. I love so, it. Yeah. I love it. No, that's perfect, man. How can, uh, how can people check out the brand, follow and support you and check out all the new, how many designs did you end up whipping out on, <laughs> on this re on this relaunch? Dude, there's 80 designs and like um when my wife told me yo start for Facebook again i was like all right whatever so i looked through my hard drive dude i looked through all the file folders of all these uh fair face boy photos all these events all these designs and i'm like wow it was like a crazy journey like it's been so cool so fun and so looking through all the the designs um i probably there's like hundreds there's probably like 500 designs dude and i just picked out like 80 of my favorite and i told my wife i was like yeah i got 80 she was like what the hell are you doing? 80 designs? I was like, yeah, it's cool. 80 is no worries about that. She's well, like, that's the beauty of the fact do? that you have 80 and you can just kind of leave it out there and then whatever sells, sells. And then you're like, yep. okay, this is, works out. So it yep. works out really well. You want, you want to guess what the number one seller has been so far? I'm kind of curious on what it, on what it, I was going to ask you, what's been the most popular so far since you've been back? It's not, it's not the newest one for like your, your Easter one. No, it's not oh, that okay. one. Okay. Yeah. Is it just your straight for a face boy? Yeah, like, it's just, just it's straight it's just up black, black and white t-shirt, just the black t-shirt with the white logo on the left chest. And it's the good, man. It's Dude, a good, it's a good logo. I was like, wow, cool, man. I guess everybody's digging. People this like simple one. too. People like simple. Yep. 
Yeah. No, I love it, dude. I think it's great, man. I definitely think it's great. I, uh, I, once again, I truly appreciate you being on, uh, getting to tell your story and and for me to be able to share it, have more people be introduced to you. Um, so I definitely appreciate that. That's our show for today. Thank you so much to Ha for a fur face boy, uh, for being on and having lunch with me. Definitely make sure to check him out. Uh, the furfaceboy.com. Um, and then if you enjoyed the show, definitely make sure to subscribe. Um, if you want to support, check out my brand, Deli Fresh Threads, um, and do some shopping as well and tell your friends. Thank you. Until next time, keep eating sandwiches and follow your passion.